0: Johnson's Wax program with Fibber McGee and
1: Molly.
0: The Lakers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Water Repellent Glow present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. Adage says, don't cry over spilt milk. Well, that's easy advice to follow these days if your floors are protected by Johnson's water repellent glow coat. For here's the big news about this wonderful self polishing floor wax Johnson's glow coat is now positively water repellent. Spilt milk, dripped water, tracked in mud or snow, just whisk right off its hard, shining surface. And you don't wipe off the wax when you wipe up the water. Glowcoat even stays on, stays bright after repeated damp mopping. And it lasts up to four times longer because it's positively water-repellent. Now, your floors deserve this new kind of floor protection. And you deserve the new leisure you'll get from a self-polishing floor wax that lasts up to four times longer. So why not get Johnson's water-repellent glowcoat tomorrow? It's in the regular glow coat package, remember. No change in the container. But there's a wonderful difference inside. Almost every town has one fine place to eat. Snowy tablecloths, gleaming silver, impeccable service. And nobody goes there. They all go to the side street joints with the steamed up windows and the heady fragrance of frying onions. (laughs) <laughs> like Walt's Malt Shop at 14th and Oak Streets in Westville Vista, where, among other hungry people, we find Fiverr McGee and Molly.
2: My gosh, don't it smell good in here, huh? Right? Simply delicious. Hey, Walt, hotten up this javel, will you? It's colder than the campaign promise.
3: Okay, Fred.
1: Uh, you
2: too, Mrs. McGee.
1: Please,
3: Walt. You make coffee the way I like it. I do? Yes, you do. Blacker than hop-along Cassidy's hat.
2: <laughs> and powerful as a bear trap. How do you keep it from dissolving the spoon? Who cares? The coffee costs me more than the spoon.
3: <laughs> uh, look,
2: are you
4: folks almost through?
3: I am, Walt. Why?
2: You've given us the hustle by any chance, Walt? Trying to get us out of here so we won't see you putting water in the ketchup? Well, no, but I gotta close up for a while. My wife's going to Florida on the 120 train, and I'm seeing her off at the station.
3: Oh, that's wonderful, Walt. Why don't you close up this joint, or this little restaurant, and go with her?
4: Well, I can't afford it, Mrs. McGee. Besides, if I went to Florida with her, she'd want to go fishing with me again next summer. I'm very
2: fond of my wife, but the next time she sits on a rock in a trout stream playing ghost riders in the sky on a portable phonograph, only one of us is coming home alive. Ah, that's the spirit, Walt. Give me another hamburger. Medium well and put everything on it but false eyelashes.
3: <laughs> McGee, now, Walt is trying to close uh, up. Ah, he's
2: got plenty of time. It's only five after one. And geez... Five after
4: one? Huh? Hey, I gotta beat it. Here, well, I'll put one on the griddle for you, McGee. Okay.
2: Now,
4: now, you turn it when it's ready, McGee. Then hang the back and a few minutes sign on the door and close up, will you? Certainly, Walt. You leave everything to me, boy. Uh, uh, well,
1: thanks
4: a lot. Just put the latch on the door and slam it. I'll see you later, folks. Okay, boy. Goodbye, boy.
1: All right. ah!
2: Okay, folks. Who's next?
3: Oh, so
1: oh, yeah. No, no, one at a time, one at a
3: time, please. My husband only has two heads, or I mean hands, you know. <laughs> Mcgee, why don't you get rid of these people and close up? I don't think Walt meant you to take over the place. I'm doing him
2: a favor, kiddo. My gosh, we have took in sixteen bucks already. Besides, I've always wanted to wear one of these high white chef's caps. <laughs> How do I look in it?
3: You look like a snow capped silo. But look, uh, yes, sir, that'll be 67 cents, sir.
5: Okay, beautiful. What time do you get through work?
3: The same time any married woman gets through work. Never. (laughs) Thank
2: you.
4: Close that door. You're cooling
0: off my coffee.
2: Boy, it sure is cold out. That wind has got an edge on it like Andy Devine's voice. All right, who had the well done hot dog with the chili and cheese?
4: I did, and I want a cup of bouillon, please.
2: A cup of what's this? A bouillon. What's the bouillon?
4: <laughs>
2: hey, Molly, what's bouillon?
3: Well, the dictionary says bouillon is gold and silver in bars.
2: Well, I'm sorry, sis. We got no bar here. Let's try Bob Cobb's cozy corner three doors down. They'll make you a silver fish. Now then let's see. I have to fix this. Thing. Uh, two
5: hamburgers, Walt, no onion, uh, grass and milk,
2: apple pie, and McGee? You betcha, Lativia. Hey, Molly, get a load of who just blew in. An orphan of the storm. Old no-pick ticket, Sylvia. <laughs> Hello, Molly. Good day, Mr. Mayor. Nice to see you. Uh, two hamburgers, eh? Well done, or still mooing?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Very well done. And where's Walt? I want to send him some flowers.
1: Flowers for
3: Walt, Mr. Mayor? Why?
5: Well, I figure he'd have to be dangerously ill very suddenly to
2: turn over his hamburger shop to McGee. Or is he dead?
1: <laughs>
2: oh, I'm doing all right. In fact, I'm the only guy in town in a high hat that knows what's cooking.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Two burgers on the fire, Latreff.
3: Walt had to see his wife off on a train to Florida, Mr. Mayor. We're running the place for him till he gets back. Hmm.
2: You a regular customer here, LaTribe? Yes, yes, I am.
3: Like hamburgers, do you, Mr.
1: Mayor?
5: Not particularly. But when you get as many beefs as I do, it's fun just to put mustard on them and eat them. <laughs> as I often say to Walsh. Walt, I often say, you are a well, man... Well,
3: we're doing quite a business today. Walsh should... Well, for goodness sake, hello, Oli.
5: Oh, hi, Oli. Hello, McGee. Hello, Mrs. Well, you look who is here else. Hello, Mr. Your Honor. <laughs> Hello, Olly. Uh, do you eat here because you like hamburgers or because it's near the Elks Club? I eat here because I used to have 50 cents for lunch. <laughs> I tell my wife, I say, Mrs., I say, I'm a hard-working man. I need plenty of food for lunch. To make furnace work good, you got to use plenty of food. And
3: what did she say, Ollie?
5: She said 50 cents for fuel is enough. I get plenty of hot air from you with that. <laughs> I guess you think if I have 75 cents cash all at once, I'm taking
2: wild women to nightclubs in daytime.
1: <laughs> uh, there's
2: both. He's down at the station, seeing his wife off for Florida, Oli. Well, what'll it be, kid? Uh, well, uh, that you having, Mr. Mayor?
5: My usual, Ole. Two hamburgers, glass of milk, apple pie, and a phone call. A
3: phone call, Mr. Mayor?
5: To Kramer's drugstore. They mix my bicarbonate for me while I'm paying my check here. Very good. I took the same thing, McGee, and Mr. American by two carburetors. Two burgers. Two burgers. Uh, Ole. Ole, I hear you have a new baby girl. Yeah, sure. I guess cute kid. I name her for my wife's favorite flower,
2: Yasmin. Yeah. Yes. That's a pretty name, Ollie.
3: Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, same as Rita Hayworth's baby, isn't it, Ollie?
2: Sure.
5: I say anything Ollie can do, Ollie can do. <laughs> uh, make my hamburgers well done, McGee, and plenty onions. You know, in boiler room at Elf's Club, nobody
1: cares.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, bother anybody if I put knuckle in the youth box?
3: It's all revenue to us, Ollie. You go ahead. this grease. Hurry it up, dearie. Some of these people are hey, getting... Hey, Mac,
2: how about that burger? What's the delay? He'll be ready in a minute, sir I'll take it easy.
3: Right away, sir. Don't forget his potatoes, McGee. He wants French fries on the side, you know.
2: Well, that's what's holding me up, Molly. I can't get these potatoes to stay on their side. <laughs> they keep rolling over on their backs. <laughs> Roll over there, you little... That rat- why don't you get a cook, lady? Somebody that knows his job. Look, Bud, when you're working at your job, I don't come out in the street and knock your broom out of your hands, do I? <laughs> Hand me a plate, Molly. This is ready. I don't want to have... Skip it, dearie, and he's gone. Gone? Well, how do you like that? Here I sweat and slave over a hot stove for that guy, and hey, see if he left a tip. <laughs> You've got to split all tips because in the rest of the business, that's how you got out, Now Another
3: customer, McGee. Oh, hello,
4: Mr. Wimple.
2: Oh, hi, Wimp. Hello, folks.
4: <laughs> My goodness, have I got an appetite. Well,
2: you came to the right place, boy. What you going to eat? Walt Burger, Super Burger, Jet Burger, Adam Burger, or just a plain burger?
4: Well, let me see.
3: I think you'd like the plain burger, Mr. Wimple. That's served with lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, cheese, mustard, chili sauce, piccalilli, and a paper napkin.
4: No onions?
2: Not on the plain burger, no. Just lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, mustard, cheese, chili sauce, piccalilli, and a paper napkin.
4: Good gracious. So that's a plain burger. Mm Mm-hmm. If you don't mind me shoving a little, what do you put on a super burger?
2: Two scoops of ice cream.
4: (laughs) You know something? My appetite is gone now, and... So am I. Goodbye.
3: (laughs) Ah, little Mr. Wimple's a strange sort, isn't he? He always... Yes, madam. Here's your check. Thirty-seven cents.
4: All right. And you weren't kidding when you said that pie is just like Mother used to make. Well, that's good. Yes, now I understand why Father shot her. (laughs) pretty cold
2: out there. Hey, what are you doing here, pal? Hi, Molly.
3: Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Well,
2: uh, Walt had to go out, Junior, so I and Molly are running the joint. Belly up to the bar, boy. <laughs>
3: yes, I'm the waitress and himself here's the chef. Yeah. What do you have? To eat?
0: Oh, I... <laughs> I'm a gambler at heart, I guess, kid. Give me a burger. Uh, that thin one on the back of the stove there looks good.
3: You won't like that, Mr. Wilcox. That's the stopper out of the sink. <laughs> yeah.
0: Try this burger here, Junior. Oh, okay, thanks, pal. I've got to eat and run. Had a big business deal this morning. That's all. Yeah, I met the head of the utilities company and his wife. Gave them a demonstration of water repellent glow coat. Oh. You know, that sensational self-polishing floor wax, Johnson's water repellent glow coat?
3: Yes, we've heard you mention it. In fact, we use it time. Well, I
0: showed her how beautiful it makes a kitchen linoleum look. And when I pointed out how you can damp mop a water-repellent glow-coat floor service time after time... A
2: little more ketchup, kid? ...without leaving any dingy smears or
0: milky-looking smudges, you should have seen her. Butter? Her eyes lit up, she smiled, and she said, Say, this is really rare.
3: And she's right. A real water-repellent wax is so rare that only Johnson's self-polishing glow-coat... No, no,
0: no, Molly. I meant a hamburger. I like them done, pal. Yeah, that's how I'd like your sales talk, Junior, done. So get it done and... Well, anyhow, I showed the woman how much longer Johnson's water repellent glow coat lasts because when you mop up dirt and things, you don't mop up the wax. See me in your coffee? No, thanks. <laughs> so, when she tried to mop on her floor and saw how glow coat stays on and stays bright, she said, give me a check. Check? Oh, oh, uh, 67 cents, Junior. Look, look, pal, I'm trying to tell you what the woman said. She said to her husband... Glass of water? No, thanks, she said to her husband, Give me a check. She said, I want to buy some Johnson's water repellent Glow Coat.
3: My, those millionaires draw checks for everything, don't they?
0: So I sold her a year's supply of Glow Coat, took the check, and said, Look, pal, if this is a sample of your hamburgers, I should have had the stopper out of the sink. <laughs>
3: You know one thing about this place, McGee. You certainly meet some fascinating people, don't you? Yeah.
2: Too bad Wilcox ain't one of
1: them.
2: I get. It. I better get some more burgers going here hey, before some.
6: Wow, it's, a... it's Teeny again. Huh? Oh hi, Mister. Hi, Miss McGee.
2: <laughs> oh hi. Teenie. Hello, Teeny. I didn't hear you come in. Oh, where'd you come from, sis?
6: It's funny you should ask that, Mister. Huh? I asked my mother the same question, and she says I came from Chicago. <laughs> My family money. Now, never
2: mind the details, sis. I'm pretty busy with this griddle here. What would you like?
6: Gee, I like a chalk mall, I bet you. But I haven't got any money, so I'll just watch you cook. Mm Walt
2: always
6: lets me watch him cook.
2: Okay, you sit there and watch. Now, don't bother me, though, because... That's what
6: Walt always says, too. Mm -hmm. Walt always says, don't bother me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you.
2: This is very ticklish work. Watch
6: the hamburger the hamburger, mister. Huh? It's going to burn. You better turn it. Walt always Well, turns Walt's up. not
2: cooking this one. Oh gun it, it's burnt. Now, quiet, sis. You make me nervous.
6: Walt always says that, too, I bet you. Walt says I make him nervous.
2: Now, look, sis, if you... How's that, bud? Bowl of chili Coming up.
6: Put crackers with it, mister. Walt always puts crackers I've with I've got it.
2: crackers with it.
6: Are you toasting the buns for those hamburgers, Maria? Mm -hmm. Walt always toasts the buns. Look, I haven't
2: got time to stand here. Another
6: one's burning. Another one's burning. That hamburger's burning. Where?
2: Oh, my gosh. This is... Dad, rat, dad... Look, Teenie.
6: That's what Walt always says. He always says, look, Teenie.
2: Look, Teenie. Here's a malt in a carton. Take it and go home, will you?
6: Gee, thanks, mister. Oh boy. We'll really, Toops here, this. We'll both come watch you cook tomorrow. That
2: yeah. <laughs> well, kid's got me rattled like a loose shutter in a high wind. She's Oh, hi, bud. Pull up a stool. Thanks, mister. Scold out there.
3: Yes, it is. Uh, what do you have, sir? I'd
0: like a bowl of soup and a large jamburger, please.
3: A jamburger? Uh a burger with jam on
0: it? Oh, no, a hamburger, a large
2: jam burger, ma'am. With fried onions on it. One burger up. You sound a little familiar, bud. We know you from someplace? Oh, sure, we met once. I'm Herbert Tappel from Central Lardware Company.
3: Oh, I remember. We were in there around Christmas time, McGee.
0: Yeah, that's when twas all right. I sold you a couple of flatters, remember? I didn't know you run Walt Smalt, though. (laughs) Nice place,
3: Tweet. (laughs) Well, uh, we're just helping out today, sir. Here's your soup and your sandwich. Would you like some coffee, Mr. Tapple, or maybe... Uh, uh,
0: uh, The name isn't Tapple, ma'am.
2: It's Sapple. Herbert Tapple.
1: A-P-P-E-L,
2: Apple. Well, those are all nice names, bud. You ought to pick one of them and stick with it.
3: Would you like some dessert, sir?
2: Uh, Yes, I'd like some mice cream, please. (laughs) (laughs) Mice cream, eh? Hey, Molly, go milk a mouse, will you?
1: You go boil a
3: buffalo, dearie. (laughs) Oh, that door. Every time it slams, the place shakes. Hello there, Kate. Hi, daughter. Hi,
4: Johnny. Winter time. <laughs> My
3: goodness. Hello, Mr. Old-timer and Bessie. Hello, you... Oh, <laughs>
4: Hi,
2: kid. It's cold out there, is
4: it? Oh, gracious, yes. My nose is frosted like a birthday cake. (laughs) Well, similarity ends right there, Bessie. Her nose looks more like a red pawpaw, don't it, kid? Because...
1: (laughs) Oh, you... You stopped teasing me, O.T. Oh! Why don't you
4: two sit down, Mr. Old Timer? Yeah, let's not stand here gabbing, Bessie. Let's grab a booth, baby. All right, O.T. We've been downtown, kids, to an old furniture show, working at antiques.
2: Oh, yeah? You an antique lover boy?
4: Oh, he sure is. He's the antiquinest lover boy I ever... <laughs> I... I... will answer the questions, Bessie. I'll answer them. Well, I will... I'll do the talking.
1: <laughs>
4: Come on, now. We'll sit over here.
2: Yes, Molly will take your order, old timer. You can get Bessie to light someplace. Oh,
4: we ain't gonna eat, Johnny. We just come in to play the jukebox. Huh? Me and Bessie like to hold hands and play... our song. My,
3: that sounds very romantic.
1: Oh, yes, Our song.
4: Very romantic, yep, indeed. I've got a nickel here someplace, O.T. Let me dump my purse. My Bobby Pills. I've got to give them back to Bobby. King's Man made a beautiful record of our song, kids. Makes me think of the first time me and Bessie met. Really? Yep. Makes me think of stardust and roses, of moonlight streaming across the flagpole at the slaughterhouse, (laughs) falling softly on Bessie's new transformation, (laughs) Her sitting there in a 500-pound hog's head of lard, with the new spigot for a pop of steel, while we're sitting and talking Gee, about. Ot, please, please, is nothing sacred. Um, I'm sorry, baby. I, I, I guess I got carried away. Well, him carry you back, Ot. I found the nickel. Here it comes, kids. Our song, bippity boppity boo.
7: Is in the dither, and your heart is in the days, I'll daze your dither and dither your days. With the magic phrase. If you're chased by trouble, and you're followed by a jinx. I'll jinx your trouble and trouble your jinx. All in less than forty weeks.
1: Oh, oh, oh Soligado Magicabool of Bibity
7: Bobidi Boo. Put them together and what have you got? Bibidi Bobidi Boo. Oh, Soligado Magicabool of Bibidi Bobbidi-Bo. It'll do magic, believe it or not. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo Oh, Salagadoola means Mexica-Boola-Roo But the about that does the job Is Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo Oh, Salagadoola, Mexica-Boola Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo Put them together and what have you got? Bibbidi-bobbidi Bibbidi-bobbidi Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo There's a magic word
1: for it
7: That magic word and your troubles are done Give it a little whirl Whenever you get the blues Bibbidi-bob is on the job So what do you got to lose? Salagadoola, a la mitch a boo bibbidi bobbidi boo Put them together and what have you got? Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo Oh, Salagadoola, a la mitch a bibbidi bobbidi boo It'll do magic, believe it or not. Oh, Saligadoo, the smile and relax. Cause the thingamabob that does the job is John's son's wax. Hey, Saligadoo, the magicaboo, the bibbidi bobbidi boo. Put them together and what have you got? Bibbidi Blit-blab-ba-dee. bobbidi. Blit-blab-ba-dee. Bibbidi bobbidi. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. The thingamabob that does the job. Bibbidi bobbidi, bibbidi bobidi Oh, bibbidi bobbidi boo.
3: Thank you, madam.
2: Come in again. Well, this is the first lull we've had today, kiddo. Let's clean up around here for Walt, huh? All
3: right, dearie. Incidentally, shouldn't Walt be back here by now? He was only going to be gone. Oh, he probably
2: heard how good I was running the place and thought he'd take in a newsreel or something. Anyway, it gives me a chance to slick up around here, so he'll be proud to see the...
3: day, sir, what... Well, heavenly days, Dr. Gamble.
2: Hello, Molly. You got a job as cashier here now? I always said that little no-good you married... Watch yourself, fatso. Well, Chef (laughs) Baloney. Where have you got Walt? Bound and gagged in the back room? No, Mm.
3: Doctor. Walt is at the railroad station, seeing his wife off for Florida. We're running the malt shop for him till he gets back.
2: You gonna order something, Arrow Smith, or did you just come in here to hairpin a few nickels out of the jukebox? I'm hungry. Give me a hot dog and a bun, well done, with chili sauce, grated cheese, piccalilli, and mustard.
3: Hot dog on a bun,
1: Cookie.
2: Coming up. One Airedale crated. (laughs) This is one of the few pleasures in a doctor's life, children. Mm. Ordering bland diets for people all day long and then coming into a joint like this and eating something completely indigestible. Now, just a darn minute, fatso. What's so indigestible about our hot dogs? I know people up to 30 years old who've eaten several of them. (laughs) Want the bun toasted, Doctor? Sure he wants a toasted tootsie. He knows good food. He's an epicac. You mean epicure, my illiterate friend. I do. I thought an epicure was getting your toes polished. That's a pedicure, dearie. Oh, yeah. Who's kidding who? A pedicure is a professor. No, no, no. That's a pedagogue. A pedagogue? One of them wiggly little things swimming around in duck ponds?
3: (laughs) Be ridiculous. Not a polyvog, McGee. A pedagogue. That's a man. Don't
2: tell me. That's one I do know. A pedagogue is a dog's genealogy. I had a setter pup once with a pedagogue up to your elbow. <laughs> Sired by a champion and damned by every game warden that ever laid
1: eyes. That is a
2: pedigree, stupid. It is. Then what did I say wrong in the first place? You
3: said the doctor knew good food because he was an epicac. Well, what's an epicac?
2: Well, it means <laughs> uh... you don't know either. <laughs> I give up. Give me a cup of coffee, too. One mug. Who for? One mug. Okay.
1: <laughs> Here you, you are,
2: to the doctor. There you are, you grand old man of medicine. Now don't bother me for a while. I got to finish cleaning up. What was I doing, Molly, when old tapeworm come in here?
3: Scraping the griddle. Everything else is pretty well cleaned up, isn't it? Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, I had a little kangaroo, and close to home she sticked. Because every time she went someplace, she had her pocket picked. (laughs) Ah, here we are, Molly. Look at that. Slicker and a whistle. Look at that griddle shine.
3: Very nice, McGee. Better put a little grease back on it now so it won't rust. Okay, No, no, don't pour it on out of the big container.
2: No, no, use a cup or the brush, Dumbbell. You'll spill it all over. You mind your... Now, look, Doc, I've been working here all day and I ain't spilled anything yet. Oh,
3: dear, pardon me a minute. I've got to make a phone call. Hello, operator, let me talk...
2: Up we go. Hi, George. Walt won't know this place when he comes back. Look out, look out. You're
4: spilling that grease on the hot stove. Ah. Whoa! Oh, my gosh.
3: Hello, fire department? (laughs) Yes? Please come to Walt's small shop
2: at fourteen. Oh, we gotta get out!
1: Get out!
2: Get out! Burned to the ground. <laughs> I got the place all cleaned up too don't have the worst luck of anybody. Uh-oh. Now what? Here comes Walt up the street. Hi, Walt. Hey, we ran the shop for you. Took in almost $39. Well, thanks a lot, Bib.
3: You're quite welcome, Walt, but I think you ought to uh, Incidentally,
2: Walt, uh, you got fire insurance on that place? Oh, plenty. All paid up, too. Why? Well, I got great news for you, boy. Now you can go to Florida, too.
0: and Molly return in a moment. You know, I wish I could read you the mail we're receiving about Johnson's water-repellent blowcoat. I've never seen such enthusiasm about a self-polishing floor wax. But no wonder, Johnson's glow coat is now positively water-repellent. You don't wipe off the wax protection when you wipe up water. Tracked in mud or snow, spilled food or drinks off its hard, shining surface. Glow coat even stays on after repeated damp mopping. It lasts up to four times longer because it's water repellent. It's the most economical self-polishing floor wax you can buy. So don't delay. Start using the self-polishing floor wax that saves floors, saves work, saves money. The glow coat on your dealer that he has on his shelves right now is Johnson's water repellent glow coat. Get some tomorrow.
3: forget to get a copy of the True Story magazine that's out tomorrow.
2: Oh, my gosh, no. That's the one with the big story about I and you, ain't it?
3: Yes, it is. Uh, how strange and how wonderful. Wonderful,
2: yes, but why strange?
3: Strange to find you connected with a true story of any kind. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Good night.
3: Good night,
1: all. <laughs>
0: This is Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Water Repellent. Glow coat Racine, Wisconsin, and Brantford, Canada bring you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you?
2: When you polish
0: your furniture, what kind of a shine do you get? A hard, dry shine that stays bright for weeks and weeks? Or a fade-out shine that turns smeary and foggy overnight? Recent tests show that Johnson's Cream Wax is the only leading cream polish whose shine comes from wax instead of oils. Oil clouds and fogs when exposed to air. A wax shine lasts. So avoid fade-out shine. Instead, give your furniture the long-lasting beauty that only a wax polish gives. Use Johnson's
2: Cream Wax. (laughs) Stay tuned for the excitement
0: of Big Town coming up next on NBC.